This episode of the Motorcyclist Podcast is brought to you by Arai Helmets. Arai builds handcrafted helmets designed for the protection and comfort of every rider. Arai has six decades of experience and focus on protecting you. Sign up for the monthly Arai newsletter to get all the latest updates and information at AraiAmericas.com. Hey everybody, welcome to episode five of the Motorcyclist Podcast. With us today are my colleagues from outside the industry, or actually inside the industry, but outside our company. We have John Seidel from American Honda. John Seidel is the assistant manager of, I always forget this man, can you please help me? Power Sports Experiential. How's that for a mouthful? Power Sports Experiential. He works at American Honda out of Torrance, California. With him is Colin Miller. Colin, please, what is your title again in American Honda? I am the two-wheel media coordinator. So coordinate media events and media contacts. So John and Colin are the go-to guys at American Honda when it comes to its power sports division. Motorcycles, ATVs, UTVs, scooters, everything. Well, not everything, but a lot of the, the, the power sports vehicles, you guys are the liaisons. Correct. Yeah. Yep. We're, we're, we're press. We're press. That's yep. why we're talking to you. Yep. Get yep. the good word out, basically. Yeah. And thank you, for, <laughs> thank you guys for joining us. They're actually in Southern Orange County today because they hosted us for the official press. We're not going to say introduction, but activity. Press activity for a new Honda Power Sports product, the 2021 Honda ADV 150 scooter. And we're going to get to that in a little bit. We're going to talk about that new scooter, why Honda brought it to market, what it's like to, to operate. But first, we want to discuss, you know, it's early August 2020. You know, we're in the midst of a, of a global pandemic that's hitting the United States particularly hard. And a lot of industries are down and suffering. But motorcycle sales and Honda motorcycle sales specifically are not. And... You guys want to expand, like, what what Honda motorcycles are flying off the showroom floor right now? Adam, it, it's really been interesting, of course, when when the pandemic hit after the first of the year, and then really in March, um, it, it, it even affected us going to work. And your initial reaction would be, well, uh-oh, this is really bad news for dealerships. Uh, you know, here in America, most of the time people think of motorcycles, they're, they're, they're fun and they're recreation, but kind of not a need activity. So we were a little bit concerned. Discretionary. Exactly. But lo and behold, when we got the uh, March sales figures and started to look at it, there was a huge increase, an absolute spike and a, and a you know, it was surprising to us the extent of it. And uh, what really was flying off of the dealership floors, first and foremost, were dirt bikes, small CC dirt bikes especially. Uh, you know, try to find a, a, a CRF uh, 150 or something around the country now. You just, you can't do it. So uh, w- what happened, obviously, is that consumers decided, all right, I, I can't go to Disneyland. I, I'm probably not going to go on that vacation that we were planning. Mm-hmm. What can we do? Well, we can buy a couple of dirt bikes and go out with the family and have a have a great time doing it. Yeah, and I mean, you talk about um, you know the everybody social distancing and make sure you're doing the right thing. Well, I mean, a lot of times 
going to off-road riding areas is the perfect social distancing. I mean, you can stay with your family, but you're off, you know, it could be hundreds of yards, if not miles from the next person. So really being able to go explore and do it on your own um, in a safe way, which definitely helps out. Yeah, I mean, you know, back at back in late March, early April, that's exactly what me and, and some of my friends were doing. Mm-hmm. We were going out in the desert and riding our dirt bikes and, and, and camping and, and living life off the grid. And, you know, there was a little bit of like, well, what are you doing? But but honestly, you, you guys said it correctly. Like, you're, you're in the middle of nowhere. Like, if you're going to be doing an activity or trying to distance yourself from others, the desert or, or the boondocks is the best way to do that. Definitely. You know, and it may have been some consumers that they might have had a, a, a motorcycle 5, 10, 15 years ago. Kids came along, something changed or whatnot. But this this kind of became that, that perfect storm and that opportunity to not only re-look at that again, but and then once you got out and did this activity, just simply remembering how much fun it was, and especially as, as a family activity. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you have uh, a lot of the, the families are concerned, you know, if their kid is spending too much time at home playing video games or just sit in front of the computer or TV, especially with everything else being shut down, being able to provide another outlet for them, something to get out, get some outdoor activity in that safe way. I mean, there's nothing better. I mean, it's clearly the best way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a dirt bike fan and it's cool to see everyone just out there, you know, whether they buy a brand new dirt bike, if there's even any left. I mean, we were at the Orange County Honda dealership today mm-hmm. and they didn't really have many Honda motorcycles for sale <laughs> not because they don't want to sell them but they've already been spoken for and they're not in the building anymore the the other interesting aspect of that from the dealership uh, opportunity is service uh, you know even the time when we were there before we were going on the ride you you continually saw people bringing machines in to get service so something that might have been sitting in the garage for a year or two kind of out of sight out of mind all of a sudden I can go do this, and yes. I can have a whole lot of fun doing it. So, yeah, ser- service is, uh, is red hot as well right now. Yes. Yeah. And the dealers, I mean, the dealers that I've spoken to recently have really, I mean, they have the same concerns that we did at first. They were really, you know, right at the bat concerned, like, I mean, this could really hurt the industry, what's going to happen? But then they, the, that kind of irony is they saw the complete opposite effect. Mm-hmm. People flocked to the dealer, and they really, like, yeah, there weren't a lot of bikes for sale because... We talked to them a few weeks ago at that dealer, and they were like, we've sold everything. Yeah. We, you know, I mean, th- at that point, you know, would we get it in? It's like going out right away. You know, so that um, kind of opposite of effect of what you maybe thought was going to happen really kind of helped, you know, shot in the arm of the industry a little bit. So it, it's a good thing. The, the dealer, the, I live in Huntington Beach, and uh, the, the dealer there, local dealer, longtime Honda dealer, uh, they, they had not seen sales levels and activity levels like this since, since 2008 actually and so uh you know they're loving if if anything they're screaming at us to supply more product yeah yeah no doubt uh i know we're segueing into something a little bit different right now but i know a press release came by this spring which we reported on and it said honda was going to start doing home delivery in select u.s markets do you guys know how how did that go at all is there any feedback on on that front um you know, I, I know that that plan was being put into place, and that was obviously, you know, for our for our auto division as, as well as our motorcycle division. Um, I, I'm not 
is I don't know if it's implemented as of now, but I know that they were absolutely talking about that and setting that up. They have put it as an option. That does depend on the regional laws yes. that pertain yep. to dealerships. Of course, of course. So I mean, if they're uh, if that dealership is in an area that allows them to do that, they can do all of it, um, you know, electronically. Mm -hmm. um, get all the signatures, make sure the all the purchase goes through electronically, and then get the bike delivered. So it does depend. Uh, there are some dealers that did take advantage of it, mm -hmm. um, and dealers in general will work with you anyways. I mean, yes. even if it, they don't take advantage of that program, it's pretty likely that if you call them up and you're wanting to do most of it over the phone, you know, maybe just do the last bit of, you know, paperwork that you have to sign at the dealer, most of them are going to work with you. I mean, they're there to, to get bikes out to people, and so they're usually pretty good about that overall. Totally, totally. Uh, we, we talked about dirt bikes, the CRF line, especially the, the, the trail bikes, right? What about the road bikes? What, how, how are the road bike sales going for American Honda during this, this crisis? We've seen a definite increase as though, uh, as well. And, and what's interesting, Adam, is that if you, if you look across the country, uh, you know, sometimes you'll see a sales trend that's very regionalized, but here it is literally all across the USA. And uh, again, kind of the same scenario, uh, people are, are, are looking at motorcycles again, something that they, you know, may have had at one, at one point in their life. And, uh, you know, might be the first time they've gone back in the dealership in a few years, and they're pretty amazed at the uh, vast array of products that that we have. Uh, something you know specific to to Honda, which, which we're always very proud of, is talking about our DCT dual clutch transmission, basically an automatic uh, that that can be shifted automatically or with uh, manually shifted as well. So we've got a couple of unique features on some of mm -hmm. our street bikes, but uh, you know Goldwing sales have always kind of remained constant because that that customer sort of is in that market but absolutely we've seen it throughout our lineup that uh, that there's more uh, more interest in street motorcycles now and has yeah. been for several months i think there's a definite um when the pandemic first started you there i think street bikes were hit a little bit harder right at first people were a little worried so you did see a little bit of a dip but then like john said it is completely you know gone the opposite way and skyrocketed and i think um Part of that, too, is that, you know, if you live in an urban area and you had to take public transportation to work or something like that, there is kind of this uh, push that maybe you don't want to do that every day. Yep. And, you know, um, something like a, a small displacement motorcycle or something you've been thinking about for, you know, a recreational bike can provide, you know, not only transportation to work, but you can also have fun on it, too. So I think there are people taking advantage of that, especially in really dense areas. I've talked to um, a gentleman we work with out of the New York area, mm -hmm. and he says there's a, a really strong push for people looking for scooters, looking for something small so that they can still get around the city or, you know, get to their, their location they're trying to get to without having to take public transportation because there is a little bit of a worry related to that. Yeah. And speaking of DCT, you know, like Honda's literally owned that space for a decade. And, Correct. you know, now how many how many Honda street bikes offer DCT as an option? There's got to be what, five? Don't you think? I think we have. Yeah, we have Goldwing, Goldwing. NC750, uh, uh, Africa Twin, mm -hmm. um, and I, VFR 1200. VFR 1200, yeah, uh -huh. we have had that as well. So, I mean, um, across the, the street lineup, it's interesting we talk about that. Is that actually originated on our, uh, like, four-wheel off-road side? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, not only do we just have the street bikes, but there's a whole 
another range of experience in off-road products that have DCT transmissions as well. Yeah, the Honda Pioneer. I'm sorry, the Honda Talon. Yeah, the Honda the Talon. Talon. Yeah, <laughs> yep. exactly. Yeah, the Pioneer still in the lineup though, correct? Pioneer Absolutely. is. Yeah, and yep. it Absolutely. also has a DCT. Oh, that as well, one does so, too. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's crazy. Yes. Yeah, and that application we're kind of going from the point but that four-wheel op application for the dct like that is just a no-brainer yeah. you know like i i feel bad for the other uh utv manufacturers because they make mighty fine projects but their achilles heel every time belt. is that dang transmission every <laughs> single time kind of belt yeah. problem or something yeah. and and honda's yeah cornered the market in that and and engineering those dcts is not easy that's why those companies haven't done it because it costs a ton of money and it's hard mm -hmm. but it has huge advantages i mean in power delivery um i mean just efficiency reliability exactly yeah i mean if you look at all the most high performance vehicles that have been produced you know of all these high performance auto brands and like you know formula one and all these they all had you know dct trials transmissions yep. and so it, all that high technology and being able to put it into a motorcycle in that package is is just a no-brainer works well across all the platforms yeah and and i mean i think this year's what 2020 is the dct we were talking about the generation and how, how honda's gone away from the generations of the dct because they updated them so frequently but we were thinking maybe this is like the fifth generation dct system for the motorcycles yeah if you're looking at uh like the Goldwing, it's about there because every not only do we make changes every time we change the model but mm -hmm. we also adapt the software that governs the shifting almost yes. every time yeah so yep. you've got these you know generational leaps and then um, different engine platforms use a slight, like a, you have a six speed on some of the other bikes where yep. the Goldwing has a seven speed. Yep. So it, it really becomes more of a specialized for that product yep. um, to really kind of centralize it for what it's needed. Yeah. And our, and our first application of that was in 2010 on the, at that time, the BFR 1200F. Yes, I remember so, it well. Uh, it was, yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, and that was a game changer. I mean, it's funny because I remember that first gen system. I'm like, it can never get better. You know, this is awesome. Like, it can never get better. And now you ride, you know, the 2020 Honda Africa Twin Adventure Sport ES with the DCT. Yeah. And it's just that thing, it just, it like, it reads your mind now. Like, it literally reads your mind when it's time to shift. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so good that I don't even know why you'd ever not want to have DCT. And then you have that G mode, which shortens the, the, the clutch engagement time. And now you're really talking. You know? Oh yeah, huge differences. What we we talked to so the Gold Wings were strong. What other models specifically in the street lineup were strong uh, this spring and summer? Well, you know, um, obviously we, we introduced a, a new Africa Twin. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, two models of that, and as you were talking about uh, with that DCT option as well. So those have have gone very well. What's also nice to see is products like our Rebel, our 300 and 500 yes. Rebel obviously have continued to do well and then honestly adam kind of our claim to fame is this entire mini moto segment um, yes yeah so you know started with the grom in 2013 ruckus now we have the super cub we have mm -hmm. monkey and it, it you know sometimes they say history repeats itself mm -hmm. well if you look at how honda became famous in the 60s it was with small fun relatively inexpensive motorbikes and that entire little mini moto series that we have is is of course appealing to to new riders and you know we have baby boomers coming back to it so uh you know it, it it's been a, a really big hit and uh you know we'll we'll definitely look to continue that trend as well 
Yeah, I'm so happy Honda brought back the, the Mini Moto lineup, you know, with the Grom. I remember that that press event you guys did at the Honda campus. Grand Prix. Yeah, the Grand Prix in <laughs> yeah. 2014 with yeah. Jeremy McGrath and Justin Barsha and Trey Kennard and all the yeah. heavy hitters. And we're racing, we're having a great time, <laughs> you know, and then to evolve that into the Monkey. You know, which is a super premium product for, I think it's, what, five grand? But, God, the fit and finish on that thing, it's exquisite. Yeah, and yeah. then in the Super Cub, uh, which is kind of almost, it's not the same thing we rode today, but that same foot-over scooter-type riding mm -hmm. experience. Yeah. So it's really neat to see. And all these motorcycles, each, the Grom, the Super Cub, the Monkey, these are very affordable bikes. Mm -hmm. Like, these motorcycles cost... Far less than many pedal bikes that are out there today that are that are mechanically driven with your legs. That's a good point. And I mean, the nice thing about that lineup is it does provide something for everyone. You have, you know, the Grom has the kind of more of a uh, modern look to it. The Monkey is the retro, uh, and then the Super Cub is even more retro, but still has, you know, if you don't want to have to worry about. Um, you know, clutch shifting. So, I mean, it, it really provides a, a mini moto bike for almost any customer, any person out there. Totally, so. totally, totally. When do you guys expect, so the, the dealerships are kind of low on inventory. When will the 2021 stuff start trickling in, you think, for these guys? Some of it, Adam, has, has been, been released now. For instance, the, the bike that you rode today that we'll talk about in a minute, the ADV 150, is just hitting dealerships now. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, we're trying to replenish that stock as quickly as we can mm -hmm. because, again, as, as we talked about earlier in the program, it, 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 it's a really hot time for two-wheelers right now. Yes, yes, yes. So let's talk about that that new 2021 product that we got to swing a leg over today. The ADV 150 scooter. Uh, very ruggedly styled. Very, very ruggedly styled. I don't think we've ever seen a scooter that has that kind of brawny, muscular, off-roady kind of look. Do you guys want... Why did you decide to bring this scooter into the U.S. now? Well, I'll let Colin, the backstory on this, and, and I'll let Colin talk to you about how this came about and why. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's something, if you just look at the overall scooter market in the U.S., it's something that, that we and, and our uh, other OEs have been trying to crack for a long time because everywhere else in the world, a scooter is a mainstay and a, and a very natural form of transportation. So, you know, it's always been hard for the motorcycle manufacturers here in the, in the U.S. to try to break through to that so we're, you know we hope with a new product like this that it'll get more attention but let colin tell you about a, the pretty cool backstory on this and and why it looks like it does and how it came about so you, you talked about like the rugged design and look of the bike and so that scooter was um it was actually an internal honda kind of r d uh, contest so a lot of times uh r d does these you know design contests where they try to you know inspire their designers to really come up with something unique mm -hmm. so they had a design contest between countries that were had really popular or uh, strong scooter sales. So countries like Thailand, Indonesia, Italy, all really strong scooter markets. They gave them the opportunity uh, in their design teams there to come up with ideas. And it was actually the Thailand team that won with ADV 150 design. So really kind of giving it that more um, rugged look. The, I mean, you know, the adventure bikes right now are just extremely popular. Mm -hmm. So really kind of taking a scooter and putting it into that kind of that little niche and giving it some of the features and that look mm -hmm. really kind of uh, it brought out, you know, 
the love that people had and really the way that they liked that design. And the, that Thailand market won that. So that was the actual unit that went into production. Yes, I remember last last spring we actually got to sample the X eighty V in Italy because in Italy <laughs> they imported it last year. Yes. If I remember correctly, the displacement's different though. The Italians got a little bit larger displacement engine. Do you know why USA was got got set with the one forty nine cc single overhead cam? Um, well, I'm not sure of the exact details, but I know that the difference, um, so the X-ADV is actually like a 750cc. Yep. Um, and it kind of, people always ask us about it and why, you know, why aren't you going to bring it here? Why aren't you bringing it here? And it actually, because it falls into this kind of uh, logistics legal gray area mm -hmm. because uh, certain regulations of what a scooter can be, like seat height has to be this and this has ah. to be that. It can't classify as a scooter in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and it has only hand controls. It doesn't have foot controls. Correct. So it can't classify as a motorcycle. So it's really, you, you can't bring it here under like the current classification. So mm. it's, we love it. I mean, we'd love to bring it here, but yes. right now with the way things are, it's so hard and difficult to try to make that happen. Yeah, that motorcycle slash scooter, that XADV, is is a huge hit in Europe. It it's amazing, and again, it incorporates that DCT transmission. Yes, so it's kind of the best of everything. So uh, you know, we'll we'll see if we could hopefully get those regs changed or something because we 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 know it would be a hit here. Yes, mm -hmm. and uh, the the. Forty-four hundred dollars is that correct? Is the MSRP for the for the one fifty? Uh, forty-two ninety-nine. Forty-two, forty-three hundred dollars. Yeah, forty-three hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. Excellent, excellent. That's a good. That's a great value. Yeah. I mean, you're really getting. I mean, you get not only the, the rugged styling, um, you know, the the good performance. You can cruise around, you know, the city, no problem. And we cruised all day today at fifty-five miles an hour without even. It had more to go, and um, and then you've got things like you know underseat storage. Uh, Eight gallons of underseat storage. It's yeah, crazy how much how much stuff that that thing can swallow. Yeah, and then you've got you know like uh, things that appeal to you know younger generation or modern people is that you've got the charging port right there. Like I had my phone charging right there with the map the whole time. So I mean it, it really has all these features, and for that price, you're really, it's not that bad. And at all. two up it's capability. Really yeah, it, it's yeah. a passenger. And, well, how did you like it? I I thought it was great. I mean, yeah. I just really like the look of that thing. It's just like I said earlier, just it. It's just crazy to see a scooter that is styled that ruggedly. You yeah. know, it just it's you don't ever see anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I I'm a big scooter fan. I mean, mm -hmm. I was talking about when I was recording some video commentary today, like, you know, as a kid we would go to the Caribbean, we'd go to Mexico and we'd yeah. ride scooters around, you know, as children. But but, you know, there it was legal and and you know, that love of scooter, that freedom, you know, being able to manipulate the vehicle with, with you know, just the throttle and, and the brake levers on the handlebar and just how light they are, how agile, how smooth they deliver the power, mm -hmm. how, you know, how the engine power never is super high so they can, it, you're never going to worry about the machine getting away from you. That, like, freedom is just, like, intrinsic in me just from mm -hmm. being a kid. So every time I hop on a scooter, I love it, you know? Oh, it's always and, a blast. And for, for you know, the confines of Orange County, you know, in not Orange County while you're traveling on the freeway, obviously this vehicle's not legal for freeway operation in California due to its displacement. But for, like, urban riding, I don't, it boggles my mind why more people aren't riding these things, you know? I mean, you've got the 
ease of parking in anywhere you need to, maneuverability. I mean, it's great. Yeah, and $4,300, like, I mean, everything's expensive these days, and $4,300 for a quality, you know, machine with the reputation and legacy of a Honda and a one-year warranty, I mean, you can't beat it. And, I mean, fuel mileage-wise, we were recording, I think, 77.5 mm-hmm. MPG is what the indicator said on the dash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like, And it has the, you know, you have an instantaneous fuel consumption. So, I mean, I always find... You know, now when you get those, you really find it's like a challenge. You yeah. know, you're trying to get the most out of it. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. yep, yep. When is that uh, ADV 150 scheduled to be in U.S. dealers here? They're they're hitting the dealers right now. Nice. Yes, so rush right down to your local Honda dealer and scoop one up. Nice. Are those things, are they made in Thailand? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Well, I think that about wraps things up, guys. You know, thank you for sharing with us the information about what bikes have been hot. And, of course, thank you for allowing us to be one of the few organizations to to sample that ADV 150. Great little scooter. You know, I think if you're someone who lives in an urban environment and you want something a little bit more, you know, edgy than the PCX 150, not Mm -hmm. saying the PCX 150 isn't awesome because it is, (laughs) but something a little more edgy think that would be good for you, right? Oh, for sure. Definitely. Nice. Thanks, Adam. You guys at home, if you want to learn more about America, American Honda's products, please check out its dealer locator on its website. Of course, we have a lot of content on the entire Honda Mini Moto lineup at MotorcyclistOnline.com. I think we have a quick review on the 2020 Africa Twin. Uh, the Goldwing, all kinds of Honda content on, on our website and YouTube channel at Motorcyclist Mag on YouTube. So please surf on over there, uh, check out that content, and thank you guys. We can't wait to see what you guys have coming for the rest of 2021 and 2022 and 23 and the years beyond. Stay tuned. Exactly. It'll be good. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Thanks to Arai Helmets for sponsoring this episode. Make sure to get all of its latest updates at AraiAmericas.com.